Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. You're listening to Swinger University with Ed and Phoebe. Group projects were never this much fun. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Today we're talking about finding the right fit. It's kind of like the whole Cinderella story of the shoe either fits or it doesn't fit, especially when you start talking about swinging with couples married couples. Now, if you're looking for singles, much easier. And -hmm. we'll get into a lot of details about fours and threes and how this whole mix of things fits together. But let's talk about finding the right fit and maybe let's start with some pacing stuff. Pacing? Pacing. So some couples are kind of like turtles oh yeah takes a long time to get comfortable with the other couple a lot of conversation a lot of interactions here and there around at different events and you think there's something and you're not sure it's like dating it's like trying to find a partner Mm-hmm. Yes. For some couples. Yes. It's got to be just, just right. right. <laughs> not too warm, not too cold, not too hard, not too soft. Just right. <laughs> Goldilocks problem. Yeah. It could be a little frustrating. Yeah. And honestly, we don't have the patience for that many dates to go, do they fit? Well, maybe if we turn them a little bit and kind of fit them in that way maybe they'll fit right 
But in the beginning, too, it's kind of hard because you you don't really know what you like, what you don't like, how you and your sure. partner partner interact and how they're going to respond. So there tends to be more communication in the beginning without any assumptions, at least for us. And so you're kind of afraid to make a move or you make a move thinking, oh, it'll all work out. Because you don't know what you don't know. So you end right. up making the best decision that you can. And sometimes it's not always the best decision. Well, and we always chalk that up to we tried it. We mm -hmm. didn't like it. And we usually give a couple tries to, yep. to make sure that it wasn't just an off night or a weird situation. Or right. they were tired, had a hard week. Right. But... I remember back when I was dating and I usually knew by the third date whether it was going to work out or not. And I think with swinging, I pretty much figure it out by the second date. Yeah. First date could be a little cold, a little off. Second date, if it's off again, it's like, mm, yeah. yeah. Next. Yep. Check, please. Sometimes it's the environment, too, where it just doesn't foster good or ease of conversation. It's too loud or there's too many families around in earshot, so you can't really have a nice flow, a nice connection. So you got to be careful with the spot that you pick for your date. And our biggest issue has been on dates with couples. Where does the conversation go? If the conversation's all about work, kids, pets, pets, then yeah, it's not sexy. No, I, I'm you not gotta... going to get the vibe from you. Right. We're not going to start getting all turned on because you're talking about spot, a spot, and, and how horrible Fido. your children are. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, right? And and you're certainly. You're throwing up all the wrong flags mm -hmm. on that play. so And that's an opportunity to turn the conversation. And if you try to turn it and direct the conversation several times, but they keep dropping the ball, you serve the ball over and it drops on the other side, it might be an indicator it's not a good fit. We'll just call that crash and burn. <laughs> keep pulling the nose up and it keeps steering down. And I, I do want to say it may not be a good fit for right now. Maybe they're not on the same page. Maybe they're too new. But don't discount them for a potential play partner in the future. Sure. Because... People change over time. Absolutely. They get you, more comfortable. Yes. We were awkward as hell the first oh, yeah. two years. I know. It, we I tried mean, so hard not to be, but it was. If I know we, we were. dated us <laughs> six years ago, seven years ago, oh yeah, I'm sure we would have turned ourselves down. Oh, oh yeah, no, I I'd pretty much still want you. <laughs> I would have definitely wanted you. Eh, see, that doesn't work. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, she's a little awkward, but damn. <laughs> You can't talk, but I'm not really looking for a lot of conversation. <laughs> but that's the thing. 
couples change over time. Their dynamic changes over time. Their dating style changes over time. They get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Comfort, we'll get into this, breeds confidence. Yep. Getting ahead. So if you're not going to be a, a turtle with your approach, you could be a base jumper. All those adrenaline junkies straight in, both feet. Yep. Take the suit off, jump straight in. And those tend to be the people in the service professions like firemen, nurses, doctors. Yep. Military. Yep. (laughs) They're all like, bam, head first, all in. It's the adrenaline. Yeah. We've met a (laughs) lot of people in those careers that tend towards the more blood pumping mm-hmm. and instant gratification well and or and they've got this they have less fear of the unknown they've got yes. this kind of like i'm always ready yeah kind of a mentality true that's a good point so mm-hmm. they go in they're like no i've committed to doing this i'm going in yeah follow me mm-hmm. yep and and that works and it works well for them and I was going to say that ah. they'll jump in with both feet and they figure out whether they have compatibility afterwards. So it's kind of yes. like, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. And it may work out, it may not, but they're going to give it not a lot of thought before they just barrel in. Right. So our approach was very thought out, planned as much as we could was planned spontaneity (laughs) and quite the opposite of the base jumper but both approaches have good communication when i say we had really good communication up front with the turtle approach and we've heard stories and have met good friends that have had great communication being a base jumper right they go Head on, they find that it didn't work, some mistakes were made, but because of the longevity of their relationship and the commitment and the communication, they were able to make that repair, right? express their feelings, adjust the course, and continue on. Right. So, you know. It's the course correction that... In the heat of whatever, just, you know, figure it out. Yep. Keep moving. One of the biggest issues that we've had being a couple trying to find another couple is, bum, 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 the four-way connection. (laughs) The contrast is a three-way. And a lot of couples start off with... We're going to find a unicorn. Right. We both get to play with her, and she's an accessory in the bedroom. Yeah. That's right. Or he. Or he, yeah. The stunt cock. Yeah, it's kind of 50-50, I think. But we never chose to do that. It was... No. For us, for me, that was very uncomfortable. You were nervous about the single girl. Yeah. And you didn't want another guy. Right. Which 
kind of ruled out the whole threesome thing for us. I I did want another guy, but <gasps> I... What? <laughs> I did, but I didn't want it in the same room because it felt weird. It felt like I couldn't... It was weird. If I was in a separate room, it'd feel like cheating. But if I was in the same room, I, I also felt like cheating. It was very strange to me. My brain couldn't separate or allow myself to relax. In well, you that had two modes. You had the whole, oh, yes. I'm in dating Date. mode, which means if you're single and Huntress. you have a cock, you're in trouble. Because oh, if yeah. she finds you, she will tear you apart she's gonna throw you in the back of a uh-huh. truck and just have yeah. her way with you now i just do that to you every day uh, i know <laughs> <laughs> i know but when i'm in a relationship i am like committed. solid committed I know. never cheated trustworthy it's dedicated just rock the best solid. companion ever oh yeah to, we'll it's that to Roman Catholic upbringing. <laughs> right. Committed to the end. That and my astrological sign of being a bull. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. Ah, yes. Yes. So threesomes work out for a lot of people because because it's a triangle and it's much mm -hmm. easier to find balance with a triangle than it is with four. Right. Anybody who's ever set up a tri a, a tripod versus a chair or a table, mm -hmm. how many people have been to a coffee shop and had the table go buck, 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 and wiggle on you, right? You got to yeah. fold up the napkin, shove it under the table leg. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's not stable. It's hard to find four legs that are the same. Three mm -hmm. legs, always balanced, always works out. Got mm -hmm. a lot less things to compare and figure out. The true foursome, two couples getting together, compatibility all around. And, and it's more than just husbands and wives swapping and being comfortable with the opposite spouse. A lot of times, the wives have to be comfortable with each other, too, because they're like, mm -hmm. you're going to fuck my husband. Absolutely. I, I got to be on the same wavelength with you or trust you to a certain mm -hmm. degree. Mm -hmm. That you're not just going to drag him off to another room, even though we said that's not allowed. <laughs> now, look, don't get all personal here. <laughs> That has happened. That has happened. And it's really <laughs> like, awkward. What did she just do? <laughs> did we? Were we not clear? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. I want to go back. No, come with me. And uh, yeah, it's hard. 
Oh my god. So yeah. it's hard to find that that balance between all four people. Yeah. Classic sexual compatibility. The guy's a dud, not a stud. It's just not sexy. They're they're not giving off the right vibe. We've had that a couple times where we've got on a date with a couple. Mm-hmm. She is hot. Super sexy. We're both like, oh yeah, we do her. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like crickets. This guy reminds me of my uncle. Yeah. And not in a good way. Yeah. And you know, sexy, it's that it's mostly not the physical. It's the confidence and, you know, your it's personality. That, your... that je ne sais quoi, that, yes. that chemistry. Where yeah. Everybody talks about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chemistry, the, the, mm-hmm. the sparks mm-hmm. that fly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's not a simple formula. That's a complex interaction of mm-hmm. conversation and physical yep. appearance and yep. and smell and yeah look like all that i know exactly so sexual compatibility between all four people that's kind of hard to come by yes and then intellectual compatibility which we were starting to touch on you know you've got for me you've got to have a little bit of mental stimulation there you've got to be able to carry on a conversation be a little interesting, maybe a little humorous. Right. Um, humor's humor's fun. I I struggle with humor. I'm I'm not the most well, I don't know. I do make some people laugh. I guess it's just some people. <laughs> but but I, I I like some humor, as does everybody. You know, yeah. you want to be able to in, in, like engaging with that person. Right? They, they, they have to be likable. Laugh. They've got to yeah. engage in conversation. And in, in terms of like intellectual compatibility, it's if they don't even have the same subjects that you like to talk about, not to get political, but that's one direction. It could be hobbies or interests or, yeah. it's, you know, they watch sports and you don't. There's, there's just nothing to it's no different than dating it's basically the same thing you all know what dating's like and if you haven't done it in 20 or 30 years it's gonna be a little difficult roll back the clock yep remember what it was like the guy was super boring you couldn't carry on a conversation that's the intellectual stimulation that's that incompatibility right and then attractiveness to all you know it that's difficult also. But the more interesting or intellectually stimulating that you are, the more attractive you become. So that's why I don't put a lot of weight on first impressions in this whole outward package. Or, or the, the first impression from across the room. Exactly. The, that the, lust at first sight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because you could be America's top model and, you know, be drop dead gorgeous and open up your mouth and uh, you sound like Humperdoo from. Uh, <laughs> hi. 
Pumperdue from what's that show? Preacher. Preacher. Oh my god. Pumperdue. Pumperdue. So bad. It's awesome. So so yeah, it's this, just like dating. It's exactly like dating, but it's Times more complicated four. because it's not one Actually, plus one. It's two plus. Two sometimes means equals three, or sometimes it's, it equals two. It's actually exponential. Or zero. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's so, pretty hard. We talked about intellectual compatibility in a foursome, so we kind of addressed that as well. And we also t- started to talk about confidence and how... Mm. You know, that can be really sexy. And. You know, somebody who isn't necessarily physically attractive. In other words, classically. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. like stereotypically model-esque. Right. Underwear model. For right. A man. Like we can all be Calvin Klein models. Mm. You are. Or. Victoria's Secret models. I am. (laughs) But that's not everything. No, absolutely not. And we found people who didn't fit that cookie cutter Vogue definition, cosmopolitan definition of sexy to be very sexy. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they carried themselves, the way that they talk, the way that mm-hmm. they engage with you, the eye contact, the yep. nasty things that they said in just the right way. I know. And I can't tell you how many times Ed and I have gotten in our vehicle after a party or an event and we go, you know, I would totally fuck him or her be- because they were incredibly sexy. Like, I wouldn't, you you know who's going to be there. You see their profile picture. Right. Of course, we know how terrible, you know, a, a, what do you call them? It's non, it's not a 3D. It's not. It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Yeah. So even if you're a professional photographer, your photo is just going to be terrible. But you see them in real, real life across the room and you're like, hmm. And then you approach them and you have this great, amazing conversation. You're like, wow, I really want to fuck them. Right. We've had a number of couples that fell into that category where it was like, yeah, they're they're okay. Their pictures Mm -hmm. are all right. Let's go chat with them. And that's where that strategy came in. Go talk to three couples at every party. Right? And you're like, okay, let's go talk to them. And then surprise. Just it's like a jack-in-the-box surprise. Hot people. Oh, yeah. Hot people. Hot, fun people. And and I think that's the other thing. If they're fun, if you're laughing, if you're having a mm-hmm. good time, if the conversation is just flowing, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you finish each other's sentences, so to speak. It's just fun i know and, and that's what we're in it for mm-hmm. the we're fun. in it for the fun oh yeah if it was purely for orgasms mm-hmm. if it was just that then we would just find the person that had the exact 
tempo and size and right. technique. Right. But that's pretty hard to find. Yeah. yeah. Especially just by looking at a profile or talking to somebody. Right. You got to you have mm-hmm. to take it for a test drive to find out if they're good there. Right. But this this kind of we've said this before. Conversation is foreplay. Mhm. And you know, a lot of it comes down to that whole leading up to the bedroom thing. You know, you start tickling the right spots in people's erogenous zones, their brain, and you can get them Mm -hmm. to follow you back to your room. (laughs) Ed actually just lassos them, ties them up, and drags them down the hall. I have a wagon for that now. Oh. Makes it much easier. Uh It's not as hard on my back. Physical attraction, obviously, is a thing. Uh, You obviously may have a type or a preference or a bucket list. You know, maybe you've never had sex with, you know, someone of a different color. You know, someone who's Asian, someone who's tall, someone who's short. You name it. If you haven't had it. You may want it. Potentially on your bucket list. Yeah. And that's fun. I mean, it's fun to have a goal. (laughs) It's the variety, right? It's something different. I've never tried that before. Right. I want to try that. Yeah. Someone with thin lips. Someone with large, voluptuous lips. Someone with big hair. Someone with long hair. Short hair. Short hair. Get your fingers in it. Yeah. Maybe your husband has... A bald head and you really want to have sex with someone like Fabio where you can like throw your hands in his hair and just grab it. Right? Pulling down right, right down between your legs. Just just grab a handful <laughs> and just make him eat it. Right? I oh, mean yeah. there's so many different things to to love and have preferences and you can break you can pretty much make anything oh, yeah. hot and sexy oh, yeah. and, and a list. And everybody's got their list. Yep. It, it's a little different person mm-hmm. to person, but mm-hmm. hell, yeah. we're always adding things to our list because we're like, oh, my God, we've never tried that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm game. I'm going to write that down. I yeah. haven't tried that yet. Yeah. and And honestly, not until a few months ago. Did I actually feel like I had a list? And that was because of a certain couple that we felt really comfortable playing with. And they would delicately, you know, always ask, so, you know, what's on your list? Or is there anything that we can add to your list? Or Then they just started throwing out ideas and we're like, oh, my God. Oh, that sounds fun. And I was like, okay, I like that idea. Let's try that. And and then it it became really fun and exciting because it was something that we could all experiment with. And experimentation is fun. And we're all about sex is fun. So let's experiment. I've never done that. 
Let's all do this together. That would be amazing. Absolutely. And then a small list formed, probably three items, maybe five. But it wasn't a large list. A dozen or two. It, it, you know, the the (laughs) list varies depending on you know. I just opened anything. I I try not to structure myself (laughs) too much. I mean, you don't want to limit yourself. No, I mean, bring it on. (laughs) Bring it all. Oh my goodness. Attractiveness. We touched on that. External versus internal. A little bit, right? It's that classically attractive person versus the internally attractive person. The person who's got the great personality, engaging in conversation. Attractiveness varies. And so finding a good fit is kind of going to depend. I think it's a balance. You can't be outwardly attractive and unattractive on the inside it just doesn't work and the opposite is true too Mm -hmm. you could be the greatest personality in the world but you know what there's a limit on the outside in terms of attractiveness for you yeah for you Mm -hmm. and it varies from person to person Mm -hmm. and everybody's kind of got this sliding scale of attractiveness Mm -hmm. right and i was going to say too to go along with that 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 confidence helps to factor in with that internal and external confidence because you could be a really attractive person but not confident mm-hmm. physically attractive right and that is a turn off just right. like someone who's maybe not externally attractive but they've got a lot of confidence and they're funny and entertaining mm-hmm. so it's this it's this really interesting chemistry of how it all fits together. Exactly. I hate this topic. <laughs> oh, the next one? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's horrible. K I S S I N G. I love kissing. I kissing know. is so much fun. Dummies 101. For kissing is needed. Yeah. We've met some bad kissers. I know. I did not know this was an issue. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, Me neither. It really should get you a handicap plate or, <laughs> or a special dispensation or something <laughs> because it's kind of wrong... To be a swinger and not be able to kiss. Like, how how did you go from grade school through junior high, because some people started in grade school kissing, into junior high with not kissing me. and going to first base and second base, and then all through high school making out in the back of your car. Being married for 20 years, being a swinger for 20 years, and still Still? not able to kiss. At some point, you'd think someone would tell you. Well. But maybe not. Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes 
But have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures or maybe hungry for some sultry, erotic stories? Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world. So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens. See you there, patrons. I don't know. Unless they've just never kissed anyone else but that same person in high school. Maybe that's, that's not it. Possible. Because, you know, Especially it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert. You'd think by then you'd be an expert at kissing. But I guess if you've only been with one person, maybe you don't know. I'm baffled. However. I am baffled. We met a couple who had been together for a while. It was their second or third marriage with each other before they found each other. Maybe their second. And they had been together for a long time. And they had been in the lifestyle for a very long long time. time. And we were like... This is terrible. What the hell just happened? I I actually felt violated. <laughs> it was were, that bad. You were actually really traumatized. <laughs> I've had therapy to deal with it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, we're just and, not and talking like so polite and awkward. so nice and <laughs> It was horrible. <laughs> so so you gotta know how bad it was if he's this. Okay, this is the best description that I can give you of it. Go into your kitchen. Get a coffee mug or a mason jar and put your mouth on it. Make out with a mug or a mason jar. Oh my gosh. And it Rigid, hard, not moving, no... Just wang <laughs> right on your face. And it didn't get better. No. Like as the night progressed. No. You'd think, okay, here's my dance partner. We're doing the two step. Oops, I stepped on his toes. Oh, okay. Well, now I get it. Oh, oh, I did it again. Oh, but by the third time, you start to kind of figure out the dance steps, right? Um, and then you're like, yeah, now we're in lock and step. No. no. That no. never happened. No. Uh, no, no, not not at all. <laughs> so she was, she was definitely not and, following and, your lead, and she was. She's not some eighteen-year-old girl who's lived in a convent her whole life. No. She was a swinger, like way more experience than we had. That was our second year first year in the lifestyle yeah, maybe yeah second third year yeah relatively I mean, new I, i've kissed a lot up until that point but you'd think <laughs> and you'd be wrong <laughs> so very wrong i know so so if you could tell kissing is a big thing for us we really like it 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 sparks everything. It's sensual. It's sexy. It's fun. It gets all the juices going. Any sex therapist will tell you. You know, kissing starts everything. In fact, they recommend it if you if you haven't had sex in your marriage for a really long time, 
Start making start out. Start making out. Like, time yourself. Chemical reactions start to happen in your body when you are making out with your partner. Right. So, it gets everything started. So, I don't understand why. I understand why that's a rule. Because it is intimate. Because it's very yes, in and your I, face. And I literally. get that. And I get the people that have that. that I, I totally understand why that's a rule. We can go into that later. But. If you can get past that, um, it's really amazing. <sighs> I know. We should make out more. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So. Girls Club. Girls Club. Getting in with the woman first. We have heard this so many times, mm-hmm. and we firmly believe it. Mm-hmm. It was great advice. And this is actually really solid marriage advice. Your wife is always right. <laughs> so if she's not into it, you're not going to yeah. get anywhere. If mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Right. Happy wife. Happy life. Happy life. Happy swinger wife. <laughs> now we're in. Exactly. So, yeah. Let the ladies get familiar with each other, talk to each other. She's got to be engaged. If the, I mean, the husbands could have all kinds of great, you know, Harley, hot rod, whatever conversations where they get along with their favorite sports teams, but. Mm-hmm. If the wives don't get along or the husbands are more interested in the other wives, that can kind of set things off in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. So let the wives get into it. Be happy with the other couple. Everybody's got to be engaged in this conversation, especially the wife. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. I always hug or greet the woman the other woman first whether it's yeah. a handshake or a hug or saying hello it, to me it's a form of respect and um i i see her as the gatekeeper right so you know if i don't say hi to her first then that's 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 horrible um that's just very disrespectful it's just you know she's a gatekeeper yeah Yep. All right. Here we go. We're going to venture down the dark alley here. (laughs) Dark alley. Preferences and stereotypes. Right. It's the elephant in the room. I mean, figuratively and size-wise. Cox. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You did say, I knew where you were going with that. There, there's a lot of stereotypes and a lot of preferences for penis size. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions. And I think that there's a lot of preconceptions, if you will, about penis size. And, you know, people prefer things for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they prefer it because it feels better. Maybe they prefer it because they've never had it. Maybe they prefer it because that's all they've ever known. I've been 
now being in the lifestyle, I know I'm extremely lucky to have had three dedicated partners that ha- that were very well endowed. And I just thought that was normal. Spoiled. I, I guess so. Yeah. So being in the lifestyle, I've encountered all kinds of variety. And so it was a little, it was not shocking in a bad way, but it was, it was definitely eye-opening. I, I had no idea because, I mean, look, you go, you watch porn and what kind of cocks do you see there? Well, like the biggest cocks long. ever, right? Yeah. They get Every hired for their cocks. So I just assumed that my partner's were porn stars they just didn't make money in porn uh, it's my <laughs> retirement plan but i haven't gotten right there yet. so i'm like okay well you know i'm i'm lucky in that regard but i kind of figured i mean now these guys in porn are a little longer but the thickness thing was always there so i'm like all right now well, you know but then in the lifestyle you you see the that there's all kinds of variety. Right. And it feels different, which is kind of fun. Yeah, you've gotten to try some different, mm-hmm. try some strange. And some strange. That doesn't sound right. Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> it's not but, yours. But it's, it felt different, not because of size. It felt different by the way they used their equipment right that whole motion in the ocean thing yeah hard soft or the sideways thing or grabbing a leg or or doing this swirl thing and i'm like oh dang that feels so good yeah right but it doesn't really matter what size cock you have at that point you could still have that technique and it would probably feel amazing sure I don't know. So I guess we're saying is you might be surprised. Don't limit yourself to, you know, only one preference. Yeah. And you have your preference because of who knows what, right? Experience or that's the kind of porn that you watch. Or maybe it just, yeah, really does something for you. But, you know, sometimes you break out of that. The variety is sometimes fun. I feel like I rambled on with the whole cock thing. Cock thing. Did you get distracted? (laughs) Thoughts of cocks running through your head? I I did. I was actually thinking about a lot of cock. It was really nice. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I know. We should put that in there in this, you know, as an outtake. (laughs) Definitely. Everybody's got their their preference or their stereotype, or more specific, they have a fetish or a, a desire to try a particular thing. Sometimes it's contrast. Sometimes it's the variety, something different than what you normally have. Mm-hmm. So there's the there's the black thing. There's the Asian thing. Everybody's kind of got their personal fetish if you will Mm -hmm. 
that inspires them to try these different things. Yep. And it's different for everybody. I don't have one thing Mm-mm. that drives me. I have dozens. So I don't have a preference. I have a whole bunch of different preferences. So mm-hmm. um, for me, it's it's the variety. Like all of these choices, they're all mm-hmm. fantastic. I personally like women who are a little bit more voluptuous, curvy. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really have a thing for the the super thin girls, but athletic girls also very curvy, muscular, mm-hmm. got a little bit more curve to them. And of course, I do have a range. I have my preference that uh, that I prefer. Right, as do most people. Yeah, uh, and I don't. I don't know. I guess my preference is basically just s- sexy. Right. I mean, you're whatever just, sexy to you. Yeah, it's that internal sexiness. There needs to be some mental stimulation there. There's obviously some physical um, attributes, but I'm not a... <laughs> you don't have a, a type. I don't have a list. I tend to gravitate towards men with dark hair. Uh, but I wouldn't discount, a you know, a blonde or a black-haired man or, you know... A redheaded guy. I just don't run into them very often. Right. I I just don't. Maybe I maybe because I just don't seek them out. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that picky. Now I am. I do gravitate to some bald guy, bald headed men, especially if they look like Vin Diesel. Or the, the rock. rock. Yeah. If they're listening, by the way, you can contact <laughs> us and reach out. And Phoebe would be more than happy to accommodate you. I I actually am really fascinated by men that look like a tree. Aquaman. Yes. Yeah. Like Jason Momoa. Ben, Jason Momoa. The rock. I love the idea of just being able to climb all over them. Right. Because I do love being on top, and that would just Ride be fun as fuck. Crap out of that poor right? guy. Just grab onto his pecs and just. Oh, yeah, she does that. <sighs> oh, my Lord, it's getting hot in here. Mm. Mm. All this talk about cocks and pecs and. I know, this is your episode. I know. It's all you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to turn out like this. Whew. Sexy. So one of the downsides to having these preferences or, or being too specific in your preference, this goes way back in our, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I think it was just year one. Year one, year two. Yeah. We were looking through profiles, a fit, attractive couple about our age. We, at the time, were in really good shape. I've been a competitive athlete since high school. I'm in good shape. 
we were good. in extra good shape. We were in really good shape then. We were in fighting shape. I'm, I'm all right now. I'm not <laughs> as lumpy as, as I have You're been. You're not lumpy. Oh, my Lord. But <sighs> this couple, the woman in particular, was so specific about her preference. I mean, it's the one, it's the whole. They have to be a particular height, particular oh, yeah. weight. Their hair has to be a particular way. It was extreme. This was the most extreme I have ever heard. Right? Because I've heard women who have the preference of they must be taller than me, mm-hmm. which I kind of get, sort of. Mm-hmm. Same height actually works really well when you start thinking about kissing and mm-hmm. penetrative intercourse at the same time Mm -hmm. there's a lot to be said for being able to kiss and fuck at the same time i know and if they're too short or too tall that gets pretty awkward (laughs) (laughs) this particular person was so specific that she had identified a particular leg muscle the vastest muscle in the leg that had to be developed to the point where in the profile pictures you could see it yes. bulging out. <laughs> and Ed and I are like, what, what the fuck? We had to whip out an anatomy book. We're like, wait, wait, wait a second. What muscle is this? <laughs> we're like, like, I we're get pretty, you know, we're pretty damn fit. What? God, I don't. I got about... legs. I'm a competitive cyclist. I know. I'm like, yeah, what muscle is that, honey? I think I would have been less offended if she'd said my cock wasn't big enough. This was... Oh, God. This was so esoteric. Oh, yeah. That it just... What does that do for you in the bedroom? That's someone who... And we said it back then. I'm going to say it again. That's someone who didn't really want to play. That's like, no one's going to match this criteria. Oh, fuck no. Gold-plated anus. <laughs> nope. Yep. Sorry, you don't make my list. Right? You're like, oh, he really wants to swing, but she doesn't, so she's going to make this list impossible. Right. This is ridiculous. This is the princess and the pea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We have never seen them again. And we yeah. have never seen the mo- anything as ridiculous as no, that, that requirement was, that was stupid. ever again. <laughs> I mean, we had a good laugh about it. We're still laughing about it four years later, mm-hmm. but never holy forget crap! It. Talk about specific. All right, all right, Ed, you better get busting ass because I need to see that vastest muscle on you because you're starting to get a little flabby Uh, well you know there's a very specific exercise where i i turn my ankle just the right way and i i lift (laughs) just to work that muscle my calves are the size of peanuts but that muscle is huge (laughs) peanuts (laughs) your calves are not the size of peanuts no oh my god (sighs) hilarious yeah well sadly we're done we're done with comedy hour finding the right fit is hard it's hard you're not good it's hard to find yeah 
any four people who can sit in a room together and have a good time, let alone take their clothes off and have great sex. It's hard. But when you can't find it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Keep your preferences simple. Yes. Go out with a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. And have you a never good time. Know. Yeah. You'll have a good time and having a good time will inspire others to have a good time and you never know. You might just find that four way connection. Absolutely. Before you turn off our podcast to take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away, please reach out and give us a review. I am the first to admit that it's much easier to give a five-star rating, which we appreciate, but if you could take 43 seconds to type a review, we would love it. If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, you can contact us at swingeruniversity.com at gmail.com. Check us out at swingeruniversity.com where you can find links to our Twitter and Instagram feeds. Thank you so much for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.